Hello, my name is Sherry Tucker. I am an estate planning attorney in Missouri, and I also practice in the area of elder care law. Today's podcast is going to discuss a very important issue that maybe um, some of you may know a woman who is experiencing this or really don't know that it exists. So I'm bringing an awareness of violence against senior age women. The toll of fight or flight and staying in survival mode is often not a lifestyle choice, but one that victims endure, usually at the hands of a trusted partner. It is a situation that is extremely difficult to leave and often causes permanent physical and psychological scars. So today I want to shed a light on a less obvious group of women victimized by abuse, and that is senior women. One in ten seniors fall victim to elder abuse, and 65% of that reported abuse happens to senior women. From reported cases, 90% of abuse stems from a trusted relationship partner or spouse. Well, let's look at what is the definition of elder abuse? Elder abuse is defined as a single or repeated act or lack of appropriate action occurring with any relationship where there is an expectation of trust, which causes harm or distress to an older person. Elder abuse and neglect may occur in nursing care facilities, as well as from caretakers. Financial elder abuse may occur from strangers um, exploiting the senior. It can also occur from children and caretakers. Often, your adult children who are taking advantage financially of an elderly parent has a different view. They may feel that there is an entitlement to uh, the parent's money, social security checks, um, investment money, retirement accounts, because he or she has given up something um, in their life to help take care of an aging parent. Sometimes we find this financial exploitation by children going um, into a form of business investment. So the child, adult child, says, uh, well, I have a business and I'm having to take care of my parent. My parent actually is investing in my business. And that is a uh, form of uh, financial um, use and could be financial uh, considered financial exploitation. Or you have an adult uh, living with the parent, maybe has moved or is taking care of the parent and starts living off of the parent's uh, money coming in 
rather than working and supporting him or herself. So elder abuse is a prevalent problem, and not only in nursing homes or from strangers, but more often comes from trusted people, children, and even spouses or partners. Now, abuse from spouses and partners, when we're talking about elder abuse and senior women, we are talking about a specific form of violence against women. So whereas in the overall definition of elder abuse, it says any relationship, which is the parent-child, an institution, this caretaker that perpetuates the abuse, intimate partner violence, IPV, differs. In domestic violence, the abuser of the woman is an intimate partner. Partner violence, IPV, is violence that includes physical violence, sexual violence, stalking, and psychological aggression, including coercive tactics by a current or former intimate partner, such as a spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, dating partner, or ongoing sexual partner. An intimate partner, then, is a person who shares a close, emotional, and ongoing physical or even sexual connection with a victim, but does not necessarily cohabitate with the person. So, in regards to intimate partner violence and senior women, there are five areas that exist. There is verbal abuse, yelling and name-calling. There is physical abuse. There is sexual abuse, psychological or emotional abuse, and financial abuse. Financial abuse is where that intimate partner controls the money and, fi- and, and has the woman uh, financially over-dependent on uh, him or her for money. So reported cases may fall under elder abuse, but really, it is an outgrowth of long-term intimate partner violence that probably has been going on during an entire relationship with an intimate partner. So as partners age, the abuse may take on different forms. For example, in a younger couple, a predominant form may be physical abuse or even sexual abuse. In senior years, the abuse becomes more psychological, emotional, and financial. Partners use intimidation, coercion, and even gaslighting against a senior uh, women to keep them under control. Gaslighting. What is gaslighting again? Because I had mentioned this in one of my previous podcasts. Gaslighting is where the intimate partner makes uh, the woman um, 
feel like he, she's crazy because she's remembering something and uh, the partner is like, no, that's not how it happened. No, that's not what the agreement is. No, you're imagining it. No, it's all in your head. No. Uh, so it's really uh, the gaslighting occurs to make the woman have a lot of self-doubt about how she remembers incidences, how she remembers things that occurred or happened. So in this, um, in this attempt to keep a senior woman under control, the abuse intensifies and the abuser often reinforces a sense of isolation and over-dependence. Well, what makes senior women more vulnerable? First off, the woman's senior age makes them especially vulnerable. IPV against senior women tends to go underreported. Some women will experience the abuse through many years, while others experience abuse after turning age 55. Often, life changes such as menopause or retirement trigger increased domestic violence and abuse against women. So senior women may endure long-time intimate partner violence, which intensifies after children leave the home. The senior woman is living in more isolation and dependence. In addition, Women as a societal group, they tend to make less than men and they rely on a domestic partner for financial support. And as the woman ages, she finds herself in a financially dependent state and then enduring um, IPV. Generational views also exasperate um, IPV and keep a senior woman living in this secret life of domestic violence. Increased social isolation from friends who are aging and children who moved out reduces the ability to seek help against the abuser. Also, chronic IPV increases long-term health-related risk among senior women, including feelings of depression and anxiety. The health issues keep the senior woman in this vicious cycle of uh, intimate partner violence. In addition, the senior woman, and she finds herself um, in the empty nest syndrome perhaps, and she's endured domestic violence, perhaps always thinking it's going to get better once the children leave home. Here's a sad reality. The children have probably seen some form of emotional, verbal abuse occurring against the mother figure. And seeing the father or the other partner as the authority figure, the one in control, the one who is able to take control of a situation and dictate 
the life. So the children, in turn, start seeing the senior woman as she ages. If they have heard uh, heard her called worthless as um, they are going through life and this intimate partner violence is occurring or they're seeing um, other signs of control and intimidation and gaslighting, the children usually are not a source of help to the senior woman. They leave home. They may view the woman as their, their own mother as weak for staying in a situation or as um, having uh, problems or not being a good person or weak-minded. So all the abuse that they have grown up with, they in turn project the same picture onto their own mother. So rather than helping the senior woman, their mother, get out of intimate partner violence, they just leave the situation. Oftentimes, they may even uh, side with the abuser and identify more strongly with the abuser than with the victimized parent. So we find senior women who have endured domestic violence and they age and they're turning 55 and children are leaving their home. As they get older, they become um, more uh, secluded from aging friends that they've had in turn. Uh, They have uh, a lack of, of other people in the home. So the senior woman is definitely, you know, more vulnerable, isolated, and does uh, struggle against intimate partner violence, often without family resources to help. So it it really takes um, people being aware and looking at a situation to help a senior woman who is struggling to get out of such a situation and to break that vicious cycle of intimate partner violence. If you suspect that a senior woman uh, that you know is being abused as an elder or is in this intimate partner violence relationship, you can report it to the state hotline. You can also reach out to the senior woman and help her find resources. Financial dependency does not need to be a barrier to getting help. My name is uh, Sherry Tucker. I am an estate planning attorney and elder care law attorney in the state of Missouri. I'm also licensed in Arkansas. And you may visit my website, uh, tuckerlegal-llc.com or call me at 314-332-0011. Remember that uh, the choice of an attorney is a very important decision and should not be based solely on any advertisement or social media. I hope you enjoyed this uh, session and learning about a 
very real issue with our elder uh, elderly people, and that is the underreporting of violence against senior women.